came in with the green team to play basketball with prison sports ministry against the San Quentin Warriors. Dave and I formed a friendship, and when he got ready to leave the team in 2014 to head to the Minnesota Timberwolves, he pulled me over at half court and said, hey, Showtime, if you ever get out, give me a call. I did, and now he's here today to be with us. My second guest who's gonna be paired with him today on this Juneteenth Father's Day weekend is Branson Wright. Now, before I talk about Branson, let's take a look at the clip. Yeah, this, that's, man, big time Showtime. <laughs> I don't know about the big time part, but I will do this for full disclosure for the audience that's about to see this. I met Branson Wright on the telephone inside of the quarantine motel when I was released from prison. Him and another gentleman by the name of Alan Witt, who used to work at ESPN, came to me and told me that one day I was gonna be on something like this. Branson has been one of my mentors. That's why I brought him on today. And when it comes to David King, this is somebody, as I said, who, play, who I watched play basketball inside of prison. And then I watched him move into a corporate position inside of an NBA organization. And upon my release, he was right there, just like he said, give me a call. So I gave him a call. First, we was on Instagram. Now we're on hard in the paint. Let's get started. Okay, today is game six of the NBA Finals. Branson, give me your predictions. Tell me what you think about Steph Curry in this game. Well, um, my prediction before the series started, I know you predicted seven games. I predicted six. Predict okay. the Golden State in six. So my prediction is that they'll take care of it tonight. I think the game will be close early, and as we know, Golden State will do what they do in the third quarter, and I think they'll win by at least 15 points tonight. I think okay, Steph Curry. Oh, oh, let me. When I got to add the Steph Curry part. Go ahead. Uh, Steph Curry. Okay. Steph Curry will get his mojo back tonight. <laughs> he will look like his old self. <laughs> Well, before we go to David, right, I had a, in the intro, I said that Steph Curry being double teamed opened up the court for Wiggins and Poole a lot, right? So even though he may not have scored the points, he was able to uh, distribute the ball to people who could score, who could score. So it's not that bad. I kind of like it. But what you think, David? I think it's going to, I think Celtics will take care of business tonight. And then I think, I think Steph will have about 40. And then I think, uh, and then I think Game 7, Warriors win it at home. That's what I got. In Game 7. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. So, so what, what do you think, think about Clay? Clay? I, I, want, I want to see Clay drop 42. Uh, but he uh, – I don't know. I think he's just got to be solid. You know, He doesn't have to be Clay from 2018. I think he's just got to be solid. What, what about, about you, Bryson? As far as Clay's concerned? Yeah. yeah. I don't think Clay needs to have a monster game for, for the Golden State to win tonight. I think it's going to be, as we as we saw, that the Warriors bench is definitely, uh, they have the best of the benches between these two teams. But, but I think he'll be respectable. You know, he'll hit the shots that he needs to, especially those open shots. Uh, but, but it's Steph's game tonight. I think Steph, is, he's going to get the MVP. And it's not just based on his performance tonight. It's going to be based on the entire series. Uh, but he's going to put an exclamation point on his series with a good performance tonight. Okay. Let's move away from the words, and we'll go to David on this one. David works with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves season, you know, the overall view on it, what you're looking at for next season. And, yeah, we'll just leave it at that for right now. Yeah, it's, um, it was a fun season for sure. I think that – the team came together really quickly. We've got an amazing coach in Chris Finch. Um, 
you know, I think expectations were maybe not as high as, as they, they could have been. Uh, we got a lot of talented young guys on the team. Um, I think it was a lot of guys that came together that loved, loved each other on and off the court. I think that showed in the way that they played together. I think Patrick Beverly is a game changer as it relates to culture, and he rubbed off on guys in the right way. I think Anthony Edwards made a big stride as, as it relates to himself on the court, and Carl Anthony Towns is an all-NBA talent. So we've got a lot of really, really talented guys um, that – you know, are really young too. So I think that they're going to, they're going to start to hit their stride as the next couple of years go on. So we're excited about it for sure. Right. And I definitely agree with uh, Anthony Edwards. That guy right there is exciting to watch. Uh, I particularly pay attention to him and Anthony, uh, excuse me, to him and Ja Morant. Going over to you, Branson. Come on. We know you're a Cavaliers fan, man. The swore through the seat. Just because I live in Cleveland, I'm a Cavaliers fan. Okay. I, no, because I'll you take told it. me you was a Cavalier fan. <laughs> I don't remember telling you that, but just for okay. the show, well, I'll be a Cavalier fan. No, I could be. And listen, I could be corrected. I could be wrong. I might have my interviews all mixed up right now. You see me fumbling over my words. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're fine. Okay. Uh, the Cavaliers. I, I think I just want to go straight to what hurt the Cavaliers during the season is when Rubio was lost for the season. Mm-hmm. You know, he brought some veteran leadership. To this young team and you saw how they played early on but then they ran out of gas towards the end the big thing during the offseason is going to be Colin Sexton are they going to uh, extend him or are they going to look to trade him uh, I- I'm going to give the Lakers to you since you're in LA there's rumors that he may join LeBron in Los Angeles but if he stays our goals either way it's going to work well for the Cavaliers they're going to be back they're going to make a run they're going to make the playoffs next year and I'm not talking about this play-in game stuff. They're going to be in the postseason. They're definitely exciting to watch. Um, Let's go here for a minute because this weekend, like I said in the intro, we're looking at Father's Day and Juneteenth, right? And so, Dave, the last time we had an interview, we were on Instagram, and you talked about the community outreach after the uh, horrible incident with George Floyd and whatnot. What is the uh, organization doing now to try to incorporate more of the, the history and the teachings of Juneteenth as part of community outreach? Yeah, that's a great question. I um, so first of all, it's a it's a company wide holiday, um, so we, we shut down the offices. So Monday we won't be in the office. Um, I, I'll give the, the organization a lot of credit. They they provide us. So again, on Sunday we're expecting to get quite a bit of material uh, via email, and then on on Monday we'll get more, and there'll be more opportunities for us to go out in the community and volunteer. These types of days, I think, people look at it as just another day off. And I think that our organization talks about them as more of a day on. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be a full day of volunteering and education, but certainly carving out some time to make, make yourself aware of, of what, what the meaning is um, of that day um, and what that meant back in the 1800s and what that means today. So uh, I'm, I'm proud of the way that uh, the organization, you know, looks at a day like Juneteenth and gives us the tools and resources to, you know, educate ourselves and learn more about it and um, take some time to reflect on it, too. Right. And that's a beautiful thing, too, because we want to make sure that our organizations within the framework of the United States are taking part in making sure that everyone is educated in the United States and knowing that we have an NBA organization like the Timberwolves stepping up and doing that. That's huge. Branson, you make films when it comes to this type of stuff, not just Juneteenth, but Father's Day and how that incorporates into sports. Can you elaborate just a little bit how you teach that in the home? 
Well, I'm a father of three, and, and it's, it's a great opportunity to combine the both uh, for Father's Day and, and for Juneteenth. You know, one thing about me, Showtime, I, I love history. I love history about this country, and this just gives me an opportunity to talk to my children uh, about another part of our history, which, you know, the thing about this country, it, it, it's beautiful. I love it. Um, there's some bad things. There's some good things, and this happens to be kind of a good and bad thing. You know, something ended that was horrible, but then it, it set people free. Every, everyone else that, that was uh, enslaved, it set them free, in particular in Texas. And so this is be a great opportunity to talk to my kids about it and, and to share with them. And in your, uh, both of you are fathers, right? As was said before. And so now when we were, when we were, when we are reflecting on fatherhood this weekend, what are some of the uh, lessons that you can pass on to someone who may see this, a young father, you know, 21, 22 years old, just starting his family and may not have a sense of direction just yet? but he's feet in already. What would you say to a young man in that particular situation? Either one of you can go first. I guess since I'm the older father, <laughs> I'll go first. You know, fatherhood was one of the, uh, one of the great accomplishments in my life, uh, besides meeting my wife, marrying her. Um, but an opportunity uh, beyond the barbecuing uh, with my kids or, or sitting back, having them cater to me, uh, it, it's just it's just a great day uh, to, to recognize us. Um, one thing about Mother's Day, you know, a lot of people will, will say, well, yeah, Mother's Day, people make a big deal out of it, and, and, and we should. Uh, but the fact that fathers uh, can be honored uh, for what they do and, uh, and the opportunity to be a father, um, I think just uh, another great thing in life. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, I'd say in terms of just the, the things I think about being a father, and, and again, I've, I've got the almost three-year-old and the one-year-old, so I'm, I'm pretty new at this. Um, you know, I, I think about I've got 18 years to help to raise them um, up in the way that they should go. And then beyond that, like, you know, they're, they're going to be adults and they're going to go on and, and live their lives. And hopefully I'll be a big, big part of that, obviously. But so, I, I mean, I think of my son being almost three and that's, you know, almost 20% through the time that he's going to be in the house with us. And so I just think about every day as an opportunity for us to teach him. And the same thing with my daughter, she gets to, to grow, grow up and become, you know, uh, you know, older than she is like teach them to become, you know, good human beings, empathetic and understanding and thoughtful and loving and caring towards other people. So um, that, that starts early. And I know my, my wife and I are trying to do that right now and, doesn't feel like we always hit the mark, but you know, we, we got a lot of opportunities uh, every day. So we're trying, but it's, it's the best thing in the world. So what are you guys going to do for Father's Day? Come on, spill the beans. Oh, no, don't, don't sit Nothing. there and look at Look at the look on Dave's face. You see how you were smiling, Branson? Did you see that smile on his face? Look right. I, I saw that. I saw <laughs> that. Uh, hey, hey I, I tell you that I have one rule in my house on Father's Day. And that is, I do nothing. I sit back. I uh, hopefully, hope. Well, I don't want to say hopefully since I predicted in six games. But if there's a game seven on Father's Day, oh, you won't be able to tell me anything. I'm going to be right in front of the television. My family's going to bring me things I like to eat. Um, <laughs> uh, they're, they're going to cater to me, and I'm just and enjoy it. And that's that's always been the I don't want to say the rule. It's been the tradition in our household 
It's Father's Day. Just let me be. <laughs> I, I noticed how he changed that word from rule, right? You know. Yes, yes. But this is Man Cave Sunday. This is Father's Day. It's a rule on that day. It's not just, it's not a compromise. It's a rule on Father's Day. <laughs> what you got going on for Father's Day, Dave? I, I have no doubt that my, my wife will have something thoughtful planned. Um, but my kids are not the age where they, they care one bit about being Father's Day, so I'll be doing whatever my, my two-year-old son wants to do. <laughs> yeah, look, and that's how they come in, too. They c I have a six-year-old grandnephew by the name of Eric, and when he comes over, everything stops, and all noise and every movement is surrounded by him. <laughs> mm -hmm. They take up Sounds space right. and energy. All right, one last thing before we sign off, right? And I definitely appreciate you guys coming on today. I know you guys have busy schedules, and we got game six tonight. So let's argue a little bit. Who's the greatest player in the history of the NBA? Yeah, I see Wow. <laughs> I see The greatest player. I, I have hey, my hey. pick, but I want to hear y'all's first. Hey, 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 I, can I reverse this? Can, can, can I ask you what is the criteria to being the greatest player? Give me the criteria. Do you really want me to give the criteria? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, let me put I know it it's your way. show. I know it's your show. I know it's your show, but yeah, no, I thought I'd ask. I was, I was trying to give it to y'all, but since you want me to do it, here's my criteria. If there is a player who has zero losses in the NBA Finals, and there's another player who has more than zero losses in the NBA Finals, then that player with, the zero, with more than zero losses is not the greatest player of all time. Go. <laughs> you should see how Dave is looking at me, Brent. <laughs> I, I mean, are you going, I mean, Bill Russell would be the guy then, yeah? Wouldn't he? More rings than fingers? I, I, would, I would go more towards MJ. I would go more towards MJ, but I, I get there's an argument for Bill. Put the camera on Branson. That's why I want to answer this question right here. <laughs> you, 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 you want to know who I think is the greatest player of all time? Yeah, NBA you player? Think? Not, not for everybody else, just who you think. Oh, that's easy. Uh, Bob McAdoo. No, I'm joking. I got people on the cracking up right now, Branson. <laughs> actually, Bob McAdoo is my second favorite player. Magic is first. Okay. Um, I, I would just say, based on my criteria, um, that I go with Michael Jordan, and simply because when the stage was its brightest, he would still shine. Right. And six and zero, oh, six MVPs, and you know I don't want to criticize some other people because you didn't bring them up, but I, just for me, he he shined the, he shined the brightest. Let me say it this way then for who my, my, my all-time uh, greatest player is. But first I want to give props because I think I know what you were alluding to, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll say it this way. Any basketball player that can reach eight straight NBA finals is definitely in the conversation for the GOAT. There is no doubt about it with me. You go to eight straight finals, I don't care if you only won two or three. You went to eight straight. You were doing something right, and you had the players to get there. You just need to figure it out in the end. Right, so definitely LeBron James is in that conversation. But my goal, obviously, is number 23 for the Chicago Bulls, uh, Michael Jordan. 
Um, I've seen a lot of good basketball players in my life, just like you have, Branson. But we, we date uh, Dave a little bit, you know. But I've seen a lot of good basketball players. But Michael Jordan was almost the compendium of every great basketball player that I saw, with the exception of Bill Russell. Yeah, that's tough. To- Mic drop? <laughs> no. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's your show. <laughs> All right, Branson, give us a closing uh, statement, and then, Dave, we'll get a closing statement from you. Whatever's on your heart and your mind, brother, give it to us. Uh, well, mine is I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm proud of uh, your, your journey, uh, the fact that you're here on this day um, wanting to interview me. Uh, I'm thankful for that. Uh, I want God to continue to bless you in your endeavors. And Hard in the Paint is, is, is the show to listen and watch. So I can't wait for the next show. Dave, you've been knowing me a little while, man. What's, what's going on? You got the close. Have, yeah, talk, I, talk to the audience, man. Would say whatever's on your heart to him. Yeah, Branson, I think, stole a little bit of my thunder, too. But I, I was just going to say like, that, again, you, you it's, it's, it's inspirational to see you doing what you're doing. To even, like, last time we, we talked on the show, which was, I don't know, eight, nine months ago, yeah. to now what you're doing. And, again, just to see how it's continuing to grow, how you're continuing to grow and do great things, like, Again, I'm super blessed to know you, and like Branson said, I hope hope uh, next time we get that full 90 minutes, and uh, we can go a little bit deeper on some of these things. But um, I appreciate you thinking of me to to be on and to talk through and, and to get a chance to meet Branson too. Look, I hate to drop a joke right here, but I got receipts on everybody who came on Hard in the Paint on Instagram. If you don't come on my show, I'll just start showing receipts, the bad stuff. <laughs> I've been doing some arm twisting lately. I'm learning the rules to the game that you can't just walk. Hey, will you be on my show? I got a receipt on you. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today has been David King, Vice President of Corporate Partnership for the Minnesota Timberwolves and one of my mentors, Branson Wright of Branson Wright Films. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been hard in the paint. Baby girl, what's